1: So Taiwan and China have been rather upset with uh, each other in recent days. Uh, We had the case of over 40 Taiwanese nationals being deported from Kenya to China rather than to Taiwan amid investigations into telecommunication fraud. Taiwan described this as a case of extrajudicial abduction. But then in another separate case, Taiwan has released 20 of its own citizens that were recently deported from Malaysia They'd been arrested in that country for allegedly being involved in telephone fraud as well. So uh, that drew a fierce backlash from Beijing. Remember, Taiwan's incoming president, Tsai Ing-wen, is preparing to take office on May 20th. And uh, she is considered to be less pro-Beijing, should we say, than than Beijing would like. Professor Liao Daqi, Graduate Institute of Political Science at National Sun Yat-sen University in Taiwan joins us on the line. Good morning.
0: Uh, Good morning. Yeah.
1: Thank you very much. As uh, I've just described, I'm sure our listeners get the idea that this is rather complicated, Uh, but what is Taiwan's broad stance on, for example, Kenya's repatriation of citizens to China?
0: Okay, this kind of uh, divided, actually. The, uh, we cannot say just one Taiwan stance. Uh, in the very beginning of this event, uh, the kind of uh, Taiwan's government already divided toward this issue. Uh, from the executive side, uh, they try to use the so-called international law on victim principle. That means if the uh, the victim of a certain crime only comes from one country, then usually the suspect uh, would be sent to the uh, the country uh, the the victim belonged to. So in the very beginning, the judicial or uh, uh, ministry of justice uh, agreed to uh, uh, Kenya to send our Taiwan nationals to uh, mainland China because the victims are from mainland China. So this is uh, a executive side perspective. But uh, actually, uh, later on. <laughs> One of the victims' mother uh, sent petition to our Legislative Yuan. So the Legislative Yuan and all, uh, our uh, legislators use the pers- perspective of so-called state sovereignty. They, they are Taiwanese. They should be sent back to Taiwanese. And the current Executive Yuan, the government, uh, the justice minister is too weak to, wake to and, uh, ignore the kind of uh, mm. our, uh, state sovereignty. Uh, make a big issue <coughs> so the mass media in the beginning also divided <coughs> could, could, they not, later on,
1: could they not have uh, just faced justice though in Kenya or Malaysia as is the other case?
0: Yeah, just because of uh, Kenya happened earlier so there's uh, such a divided and big fight in our uh, country especially between the executive UN and legislative UN so for the later Malaysia case uh, the government engaging more actively uh, negotiation so Malaysia Mm. sent back uh, 20 uh, suspects of Taiwanese but after these suspects sent back to Taiwan since Taiwan has no any evidence and because they are a kind of suspect crime not happening Taiwan Taiwan's uh, judicial sector can cannot have any evidence just release all of them then become another issue so the kind of uh, uh, executive and uh, legislative here come to some consensus right now. Actually, not consensus still fighting. Uh, mm-hmm. Try to uh, get the suspect back from mainland China, especially from from Kenya. that's looks... also involved in the mainland China's attitude. Mainland China in the beginning uh, try to be very firm. Say, okay, uh, you have to consider about the victims' perspective, and also. Uh, in, uh, also, uh, blame Taiwan's kind of uh, punishment for this fraud crime are uh, quite light, usually uh, even less than one year to be in jail. So, uh, even th- just uh, several months, and also can be changed to kind of a uh, fine. So, mainland China you <coughs> try to refuse Taiwan yes. try to get all this uh, system back. But right now, uh, the situation has been changing. And also, mainland um, China, another way of uh, uh, describe the situation is, is they try to collect evidence uh, from these uh, Taiwanese nationals because uh, they try to understand the whole situation. Mm. Uh, uh, then they, uh, uh, according to the last night's uh, news, uh, our uh, delegation group from Justice Department will go to mainland China on Wednesday
1: Professor Liang,
0: about how to get this uh, suspect back to Taiwan.
1: Right. Um, Professor Liao, this situation, though, it, it, you know, we are, after all, talking about alleged criminals here. The fact that uh, China and Taiwan are so invested in this and, and the fact that um, other countries are obviously being dragged into it politically, th- this seems like a battle for perception. I, I mean, what does this, for example, tell us about the way Kenya and Malaysia view Taiwan and China? Uh,
0: I think the... Um Kenya yeah, is quite uh, directly, and also in the very beginning, uh, maybe our the justice uh, minister of justice uh, ministry now really uh, immediately connect uh, that kind of issue to uh, state sovereignty. Just consider about the criminal's evidence, because according to previous experience, uh, when the criminal suspect uh, coming back to our country, if we have no evidence, we cannot do anything. Kenya try to send some message to Taiwan, but eventually they certainly they uh, insist the so-called one China principle, uh, and uh, our minister did not engage in a very aggressive or very actively dialogue with Kenya's uh, justice department. Uh, so the uh, criminal uh, the suspect was sent back to China, and um, but Malaysia, I think they actually in international kind of regime, most countries at the moment still follow one-China principle because China is so big and insist on this principle. So both countries still insist on these two principles. But the kind of detailed negotiation or detailed <coughs> contact has still influenced individual case. So you can see the difference between Russia's way of treating this kind of suspect and Kenya. And especially Kenya happened earlier. So. Malaysia case alerts the government officials to do something more aggressively. But actually, when the uh, uh, t- 20 Taiwanese coming back, immediately released, then becomes another issue. So there's a lot of debate still going on in Taiwan. Uh, uh, the international regime, as you said, both Kenya and Malaysia may follow a one China principle. But if China, in, in the past, during Ma Injo's presidency, Going to step down after may 20th he tried to uh prove a kind of peaceful way between the two sides so it's possible for we also reach certain consensus on the uh, criminal uh, kind of uh, arrangement the, that kind of details uh, the, the the both sides across taiwan street try to agree on a certain way to uh, to 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 uh, pro, uh pr- prevent the kind of uh, crimin, criminal events. So, uh, under such agreements, we, all governments, uh, is able to uh, negotiate certain mm. things. If not, on the kind of a, become a big issue. So, it, after this event, uh, Kenya's event, then Malaysia's event, become another situation. So, I think even though the one China principle, uh, indeed China hold very tightly, but there's some flexibility, including the kind of uh, country relations, also including uh, the different countries, their, their government officials kind of uh, relation with our government
1: of, yeah. officials. Professor Liao, thank you very much for joining us today. Yeah,
0: okay.
1: Pro- Professor Liao Daqi from National Sun Yat-sen University in Taiwan. Really does sound like a complex situation, doesn't it? I, and and from the perspective of uh, of the outside I mean, even just this scenario of having two countries claiming sovereignty over one another is, is almost madness, isn't it? But um, if you want to email your opinion to us, EFM this morning at gmail.com.